this is Mike Dilt with the Relax Back UK show on UK Health Radio, your global real feel-good radio station. On the Relax Back UK show we explore all kinds of health topics, so keep listening and enjoy the ride. And thank you for joining me, Mike Dilk, on the Relax Back UK show. This week continues the theme of Parkinson's disease. Last week, we spoke with Mike Hart. He's a neurosurgeon who performs deep brain stimulation, and uh, that helps sufferers from Parkinson's. We also spoke to patient Abdul Rashid, who has had the procedure done. So do go back and check out that show after this one, because they do go together very well. This week, we look at the health of Parkinson's disease that goes further than the medicine available. Quality of life and not quality of movement, not anything else. That's what people with Parkinson want to have. It's what we all want to have, actually. I speak with Alexander Reed. He's director and founder of the European Parkinson's Therapy Centre in Brescia, Italy. He has Parkinson's himself and explains the ethos behind the centre. It does seem to work. There is a lady downstairs who owns the bar. She said to me, it was a couple of weeks ago, what are you doing with all these wheelchairs? I said, what do you mean? She said, a lot of people arrive in a wheelchair or with one of those buggies and they go home walking quite normally. Find out what happens to the wheelchairs that aren't needed any longer and much else. So please do stay listening for a great show. Thank you. This show is cool. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. It used to be hard to find the world's most wonderful alcohol-free drinks. Not anymore. Whether it's a health thing a lifestyle thing, or you're trying new things. Make sure you save yourself from the guessing game of the supermarket shelves and shop with zerozilchzip.co.uk for the world's most carefully curated range of alcohol-free beers, wines, spirits and more. Health Radio listeners can save 5% with the code HEALTH5. Visit zerozilchzip.co.uk or click our banner on the UK Health Radio website. Discover alcohol freedom with Zero Zilch Zip. Because nothing's better. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. So, Alexander Reed is director and founder of the European Parkinson Therapy Centre in Brescia, Italy. He has Parkinson's himself. And as we started our chat, I checked that he has had it for the last 16 years. That's correct. 16 years. OK. Um, now, I just a few moments ago spoke with um, a neurosurgeon and a patient who had mm. deep brain stimulation therapy. Stimulation, and, yeah. Yeah. And the, the patient seemed fine and happy. But I, I gather uh, that's not your approach at all. How, how do you help people with Parkinson's? Well, there are four pillars to maintaining quality of life with Parkinson's. 
Um, the first pillar is medicines. Uh, medicines are fundamental, no questions about it, and surgical procedures like DBS, and indeed um, focused ultrasound and many other things which we know a lot about. Um, but medicines by themselves cannot give you quality of life. DBS, I've had DBS when I've pretty much had everything they can do to me done. <laughs> so you, you, you tried out all the medicines by the sound of things. Yeah, I've even tried I've even tried all the American medicines, which are not, not available over here in Europe. I lived in America for six months. And they have some excellent medicines in America. I have a very good question for the FDA when we do our, our, our webinar in October. Why the hell do the Americans get these good medicines and we get all this stuff which is 150 years old? <laughs> okay, it, 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 is, is there a simple answer to that? Uh, yes, money. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds like it might be another show. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you, you, you could have me going for two hours on levodopa and medicines. Yeah, all right. I don't think you want to do that. Yeah, that'll be another show. Let's park that to one side. <laughs> so you, you, were, you were talking about the, the, the four pillars and how the first, the first pillar is uh, medicine. Yeah, up until 10 years ago, that was the only pillar there was. And it was... It's true, Simon Stott, who's the Deputy Director of Scientific Research at Cure Parkinson's UK, said to me the other day that 80% of all research on Parkinson has been, has been done in the last 20, 20 years. <coughs> I think that's totally true. We've learned a hell of a lot in the last 20 years. But one of the things we've learned is that there's not going to be a cure for Parkinson's. Sorry to bring that bad news to your audience, but that's the truth. Right. Why? Because Parkinson's is not a disease. I better explain that. Parkinson's is a family of conditions under one umbrella. Right. Everyone with Parkinson's has Parkinson's in a slightly different way. Some people block, some people have psychological problems, some people have problems with moving their arms, some people have Pisa syndrome, that's when they're slightly bent over. Some people go off and on, that's when um, DBS comes in useful. You know, there's so many types of Parkinson's, it's unbelievable. So these are different types of disease or different symptoms that are shown by sufferers? Or is that the same thing? I'm not really sure. I'm not they, a medical guy. <laughs> they would all be clumped under Parkinson's because they, they all have the same thing in common, the lack of levodopa. Right. Sorry, dopamine. The lack of dopamine is common to all people. But it manifests itself in a different way in every person. Okay. So some people, and unfortunately I have some here in, in the center, one who's a very close friend of mine, um, she got Lewy, Lewy body dementia. Her Parkinson can progress in various directions, 
and um, transform itself into various different forms of Parkinson's. So if you're going to cure Parkinson's, you're going to have to cure all 50 different types of Parkinson's. One of the best things would be to have a, a medicine actually reactivated our dopamine production, but that would solve 50% of our problem. The truth is that they're having a lot of problems in finding a way of getting dopamine production. Sorry, I've just taken medicine. I'm right. trying to swallow them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> trying to interview interviewing at the same time is probably a bit unfair. So, um, yeah, take a drink. So, let me ask you. You were talking about the, the four pillars. So we're, we're looking at medicine, which helps some people or deal with some of the symptoms. Wow. So you, essentially, you're, you're looking at ways to help people um, live with. Uh, the word is quality of life. Quality of life, right. Quality of life. And not quality of movement, not anything else. That's what people with Parkinson want to have. It's what we all want to have, actually. Of course. And quality of life, you don't get from medicines. Medicines, you can get, take antidepressants. You can, you can take various other types of medicines, but we take enough medicines, thank you. I don't want to take any more. So All right. we get our quality of life from the four pillars. And the second pillar is exercise. Right. There is so much research on exercise, unbelievable amounts, from the UK, from Australia, from the USA, and from Holland. <clears throat> and uh, we are linked into probably the world's most famous leading researcher, Becky Farley. And uh, we introduced her concept of neurotherapy. Uh, let me explain. Physiotherapy is physical therapy. Uh, if you break a leg, you go to a physiotherapist. She'll give, you, she'll give you a list of things to do. So your leg gets stronger. Yeah. Our problem is not our leg. <laughs> our problem is neurological. So that's why when we hire a new physiotherapist we always hire direct from university then send them to arizona or to oxford where our two bases are and they do a postgraduate degree in neurotherapy or neurological physiotherapy which is very different from physiotherapy now my daughter just graduated from italian university she did 20 work, work experience programs with hospitals across the north of Italy in Parkinson departments. Only one did neurotherapy. All the others did physiotherapy. Okay, you got, you got me on the edge of my seat here. I want to know what neurotherapy is. Neurotherapy, put in simple terms from a guy who is not a neurotherapist, is... A form of physiotherapy which involves a person's brain in everything they do. So the first thing a neurotherapist would say to a, a, a client, not a patient, please, uh, would, would be stop and think. Think whilst you're moving, 
Because what we're looking for is to change their way of moving. For example, if someone has trouble moving their arms, the best thing you can do is put right leg forward, left arm forward. Then say, think, change, and that they should swing their arm and swing their leg. They often only swing their leg and can't figure out the arm. What we have to do is repeat that, use big um, movement because it helps with learning. What we're trying to do is create a new neural pathway in our brains, which becomes predominant and substitutes the old way of walking. That's why I walk. I got a bit of dyskinesia at this moment, but. I walk perfectly normally. I swing my arms. No one would know. I, no one would know I had Parkinson's. Right. So, does that boil down to repetition? Doing this movement over and over and over and over again until your brain relearns the way to big do it. Big movement, repetition. Uh, LSVT Big was the very first worldwide standard for Parkinson's rehabilitation, physical rehabilitation. Now it was produced by Becky Farley, and Becky Farley went on. She's from Arizona. She went on, she's a researcher, and she produced PWR. We use PWR here. In fact, we're the only center in Europe who has um, a license to train other physiotherapists with PWR. We have a training facility just down the road where we're training people across Italy at the moment, uh, we'll, we'll do the rest of it later. We're working in Italy at the moment, and the courses are totally sold out. People know that they they don't they don't know how to treat Parkinson's, and that is wrong. Uh, so the first thing we we're, we're working on is exercise and getting people who know how to help people with Parkinson's to exercise in the right way. Okay, let, let me ask you a question about the exercise. You Because you, 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 you said it's, it's repetition to kind of, if you like, relearn, for instance, say the, 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 the walking motion, whatever it may be. Now, in my ignorance, when I, I did a little bit of homework before talking to you, and uh, in my ignorance, I assumed, right, that the movement part, the exercise pillar, was potentially something to do with when I do exercise, I get exhausted, and then you have that kind of feel-good factor. The feel-good chemical in the brain starts to starts to kick in. Now I can see you're smiling, so it looks like it's nothing yeah. to do with that at all. No, you, you you did do your your research very well. You just didn't read chapter two. Uh, <laughs> all right, exercise, exercise does actually burn dopamine if you do exercise if i put you on a stationary bicycle and make you pedal it uh, what we call forced exercise about 20 percent faster than you would feel comfortable in pedaling yeah. and your heart rate went up to 85 percent and you held that for 10 minutes you'd be pretty exhausted i know but you'd also be burning a lot of dopamine and when you get off the bicycle, you'll probably feel not that great. Um, you need to take extra levodopa. That only is, is right at the beginning because after a while, 
what J. Alberts, who's the guy who discovered this, um, found is that we start producing dopamine whilst we're cycling. Instead of burning dopamine, we start producing it. And we show videos which demonstrate this to the people who come here. So Why that's, do we that's show useful. videos? That's useful yeah. to your clients, is it? If, if you have Parkinson's. Oh, yeah. Right. They should see this. They, they, we have the right to know. We're not idiots. We're not handicapped. People with Parkinson's have the right to know why we're being put on a... I'm not allowed to say this on radio, so... A stupid bicycle <laughs> for 20 minutes a day. A physiotherapist won't tell us. We will not only tell them, we'll show them the, the research evidence that proves that it works. Result, people do the therapy here with much more vigor, much more enthusiasm, and much higher results. In okay. four days, we can improve physical attributes by 20 percent that's the length of your stride and the movement of your arms your balance or whatever okay. four days 20 percent that's incredible that is and incredible. we prove it because we've got a computer which has lasers that far out the side we make them walk up and down at the beginning of the week and the end of the week and we then put two results together and it shows you the difference. And the results are spectacular. People's stride lengths has increased by more than 20% often. Okay. And um, there is a lady downstairs who owns the bar. She said to me, it was a couple of weeks ago, what are you doing with all these wheelchairs? I said, what do you mean? She said, a lot of people will arrive in a wheelchair or with one of those buggies. And they go home walking quite normally. They're not walking on water, unfortunately. But we do get incredible results with neurotherapy. And uh, the wheelchairs, I will tell you what we do, is we give them to the old people's home. We donate them to the old people's home just down the road. All right, so but, they're still used. Yeah, they're still used. But the point being that people... Doctors are too far, too quick in putting people with Parkinson's into a wheelchair. They think uh, he's having problems walking, poor lad, put him in a wheelchair. Disaster. Never, ever that should happen. A person should keep trying to walk and keep trying to walk for as long as physically possible. Um, because as soon as you stop walking, you lose neuroplasticity, which is the effect of uh, improvement, and neuroprotection. Neuroprotection, again, we show a video which demonstrates that exercise protects your brain from degeneration. Okay. A little bit ironic that quite a lot of sports people do end up getting Parkinson's. I know that, but it does help protect your brain. Okay. Um, that's only okay. the second pillar it is but you, you've made me want to ask a question which is probably an unfair question you said a lot of sports people seem to end up getting parkinson's even they do a lot even though they do a lot of exercise Th that must be due to another factor does anyone know what that might be well i think Muhammad ali i think you can guess what that was 
Yeah, he was Muhammad Ali. He got a he knocks the head. Yeah. Um, a number of footballers. We've had some very famous footballers come to the centre. Um, ex-footballers, obviously. Yeah. Heading the ball. Do you think it's too many whacks to the head? Whacks the head are a major factor. Another major factor of getting Parkinson is stress. Ironically, Parkinson's is a man-made condition. If we didn't have stress and we didn't hit our head against against a a wall (laughs) or or any of those things, Parkinson would not exist. And yet Parkinson in the next 20 years will double. One famous neurologist has said it's, it's a pandemic. It's just not a virus. Now, the last pandemic I heard of was called um, COVID. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. 14 months, we had five or four. Um, how do I show it up? Like that. We have five or four. You can answer it if you like. We'll all eavesdrop. <laughs> Uh, vaccines. We had four or five vaccines. That's after 14 months. Yeah. Parkinson's was first discovered 208 years ago. Today, there does not exist a single medicine. So it's a pandemic, sure, not a viral pandemic in the way that COVID is, but they can't find a way of curing it and uh we are working very closely with fox foundation parkinson uk parkinson europe um pd warriors many of the big organizations to say to pharma company pharmaceutical companies you've forgotten about us what the hell's going on well there's plenty of there's there's plenty of people with it and due to be more so as far as a as far as a pharmaceutical company is concerned, that means there's money in it. So they need to get on and uh, sort it out, don't they? Well, there's money in selling symptomatic. They can make much more money selling levered open than they can selling a cure. Because oh. they cure us, they'll stop making money. Okay, maybe. <laughs> and that, maybe. That's a, just that's a conspiracy theory. But yes. I don't think it's necessarily true. I think they genuinely are having trouble finding a cure. Right. I, I, now, I, I keep... Alex, I keep interrupting you. You keep trying to tell us the four pillars and I keep interrupting you. So carry on. No, I'm, I'm, we, I'm enjoying two. it. Yes, I know. And we've got the best two to come. Right. The third one is lifestyle. Shortly return to how lifestyle affects Parkinson's after this. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. It used to be hard to find the world's most wonderful alcohol-free drinks. Not anymore. Whether it's a health thing, a lifestyle thing, or you're trying new things, make sure you save yourself from the guessing game of the supermarket shelves and shop with zerozilchzip.co.uk for the world's most carefully curated range of alcohol-free beers, wines, spirits, and more. Health Radio listeners can save 5% with the code HEALTH5. Visit zerozilchzip.co.uk or click our banner on the UK Health Radio website. Discover alcohol freedom with zero zilch zip. Because nothing's better. 
Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. Lifestyle, that sounds awfully fancy. It's nothing more fancy than the choices you make in your life. Um, you can, including food, what, what you eat, but let's leave that aside for, one, for a moment. If you choose to be a victim, if you choose that you are ill and you choose that uh, you cannot live with Parkinson, you will become a victim. That is a fact, and that is the saddest fact, which I can think of. 66% of people with Parkinson's live on the dark side of Parkinson's, not knowing that they can have a wonderful life. Um, and that is it. You've got to choose. Parkinson changes your life. I'm not hiding that. Nobody's going to play games and hide that. And it's going to make your life more difficult sometimes. Like I've got dysgenesia at the moment. It's not bothering me, maybe bothering you, but that's another issue. I am quite happy. And um, living with Parkinson's means living and accepting that there'll be good moments and bad moments. And sometimes you'll have dyskinesia or, or you'll block or sometimes you go off your medicines. Going off your medicines means that you don't have any dopamine production and your levodopa dosage hasn't arrived in your brain yet. So you have no neurotransmitter. Dopamine is neurotransmitter. That so means what happens then? You just kind of freeze? You, exactly. You can't transmit messages to your legs. How are you going to tell your legs to move? So you end up either freezing or walking like a penguin You've probably seen people do that. And uh, it's quite embarrassing. I personally do not mind going off. I will start walking like a penguin and have a good old laugh. Do you get a warning know, of it? When it happens, sorry? is there a warning or does it like just happen? Yeah, there is a warning. You feel yourself going off, but, but by the time you feel yourself going off, it's too late. Right. Uh, ironically, that's another of the questions we're asking in our webinars. Why do the Americans have better medicines in America than we have in Europe? And I said this at the beginning, Ritari is an excellent medicine. Even our own top neurologist, Fabrizio Stocchi from Rome, said it's the best levodopa, cardiodopa combination he's ever seen. It was approved by the EMA, but never distributed in Europe because of cost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, they've come up with another medicine called Imbresia. Uh, I fortunately I can get Imbresia because uh, I have a doctor in in the states. You have contact. You can't if you don't if you don't have contact, shall we say? Yeah. Um, Imbresia is emergency medicine. If I feel myself going off, it's so simple. You take this which is an inhaler, put a pill in it, clip it down, breathe it in, and within right. five minutes, you're back on. Okay. So I'm just going to describe it. It sounds unbelievable. It's just like an inhaler for asthma, 
and it's very quick exactly. and simple to use. Yeah, because not everyone could see that. It, that would be a. Oh, right. I understand so, that. Yeah, Alex, I'm I'm going to have to move you along a little bit onto pillar number four, if I may. Winningly, psychology. That's that's a major pillar. The way you see your Parkinson has a massive effect on the way you live with your Parkinson's. You, Mike, I, I'm sorry to tell you this, and I'm going to bring you bad news. You have a neurodegenerative acute condition, which will be aging, isn't it? Exactly. Getting old. Uh, you worried about that? Not well, usually. It's my birthday today. It's my birthday today, and everyone keeps bringing me presents and congratulating me. <laughs> Why are they congratulating old? me? I'm one year older. <laughs> they should be saying, "I'm so sorry, you're one year nearer to death," but they don't. We well, have a bloody party. Parkinson's is the same. It's a neurodegenerative condition, acute, which there is no cure. We learn to live with aging. We can learn to live with Parkinson's. It's the same concept. The problem with Parkinson's is it was never part of the plan. I had my plan. I got it at Parkinson's at 44. Um, I planned out traveling the world with my wife and my grandchildren and lots of things. I all of that went out out of the window. Um, I I was self-employed as a business consultant, earning very good money. That went out the window too. So I used my business consulting knowledge to set up this no-profit European Parkinson Therapy Center, which is unique. It's the only one in its, in, of its kind in the world, which is designed not to be just a therapy center. Yes, we, we offer the best therapy available in the world, neurotherapy, forced exercise, low-intensity neurosteer, uh, biofeedback. Look, it's boring. But we, we offer the best therapy in the world. But what good is therapy if when you go back home, you don't apply it and are able to maintain um, the recruit, what you need to do to stay well with Parkinson's? Right. This center is designed to teach you to live with Parkinson's by giving you the best therapies, which demonstrates within four days that within four days you can improve your condition by 40 by 20%. And they know it because some of them are walking without wheelchairs. Some of them are swinging their arms. Some of them, are, they, they, they feel better. So they join our, uh, our online internet group, which continues the program online. Yeah. And they feel better and continue to do the exercise. There is a very, very important point here, psychology, Parkinson is one of the few diseases, and I don't like that word, I prefer the conditions, that the person who has that condition can change the future outcome of that condition. Wow, that means I have a say in how my Parkinson will progress. Not a little say, I have a big say by exercising, choosing to do things which are good, which I enjoy, making the right choices, lifestyle, and psychologically thinking positively. Well, any positive thinking is good news. And um, most people's Parkinson think 
they can't do as much as they can. And we prove to them that they can still, I, I have 16 years of Parkinson, I can still do most things. And if I can't, I'll try again, I'll try again. And if I still can't, I'll try again. Never give up and always believe. And people with Parkinson can have a good life. Okay, right, Alex, that is a fabulous note and message to end on. But please, can you, if people are listening to this and they're thinking, right, this chap, Alex, I think can help me, or I would like to find out a bit more about Parkinson's in general, um, what's a good resource for them to look at? Yeah, that is a very good question, a very important question. Be careful of the internet. It's full of misconceptions. Some people will go into that and be convinced they'll die in two years of Parkinson's. That's a load of rubbish. Some people go on the internet and it actually says on one, one, of, one of the big sites, within 20 years, you'll be in a wheelchair. Rubbish, total rubbish. Go to websites which are well-established. Parkinson UK, actually, I will give credit to. We worked with Steve Ford when he was working there. We work with them still. They're an excellent organization. Their website is very good. Also, the European Parkinson's Disease Association. They're just changing their name to European Parkinson's just as well, because then the old name was too long. Their website is excellent. The other one is Davis Finney Foundation. You need to Google that. They have a really upbeat website. David Finney was a, was a world-class cyclist. He got Parkinson's and he set up a foundation. The other one is parkinsonstherapy.com. That's easy to remember. Yeah. Parkinson, without the S, therapy.com. That happens to be our website. And there you'll find the four pillars, the explanation. you find details. We've even written a book, which was a bestseller five years ago. We wrote it together as a BBC because we have people from the BBC over here. So it's, it's actually right. fairly... I, I, I will endeavour to put those links that you mentioned on my blog um, so people can find them easily. Uh, and so, Alex, thank you very much indeed uh, for chatting. No, thank you very much for giving me the chance to express to everyone with Parkinson's don't give up. It is not what you think it is. You can live with Parkinson's. That was a perfect note to end the chat with Alexander Reed, director and founder of the European Parkinson Therapy Centre. Now, if Parkinson's affects you or a loved one or you're interested for any other reason, I have some good news. Alexander agreed to chat with me again in the future and I really felt that there was a, a lot of topics we could have delved into a little more deeply. So I'm hoping to talk to him about the, the research that's currently happening with Parkinson's. He's very well connected so I'm sure he'll be able to bring some scientists or some others to the table to give up-to-date news on this. On the subject of future topics, are you an expert in a particular health field and would like to be on the show. Uh, perhaps you have a story to tell of success, not because of something, but maybe in spite of something. 
And my guest just now uh, comes under that category, certainly. He, he developed Parkinson's and founded this therapy centre that he had just been uh, telling us about. Now, I would love to hear from you for uh, any of those reasons, if you've got something you'd like to say on the show. So do contact me. I think the best way to do that is via email, and that is mike at relaxbackuk.com. Um, if you do have a story that you would like to share, it will be heard by the Relax Back UK family. And that family is, is growing. I have to say we're up to just under 40,000 listeners each week. And I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you all. Thank you very much. I do appreciate all of you listening big time. Now, if you're part of the Relax Back UK family, you're also part of the extended UK health radio family. And that, that's, that's bigger. That's much bigger. That's 1.3 million listeners each month to that. Um, now, this extended family will soon be invited to get involved with the UK Health Radio Awards, where you can vote for your favourite uh, health person, uh, health person, not necessarily a health giver. There are all sorts of uh, different uh, people that will be standing for that. So do uh, listen out for details. Just let me mention that on social media each week, I have a short video letting you know what's on the Relax Back UK show. Do have a look. It's uh, the handle is Relax Back UK. It's usually on Instagram and Twitter. And please, if you have a look, do me a favour and follow me. It's always, always nice to bump up the numbers and that helps spread the word around. Now, it just remains for me to thank again Alexander Reed director and founder of the European Parkinson Therapy Centre for being a great guest and also to thank all of you for listening. That was the Relax Back UK show with me, Mike Dill. Thank you for listening and please do join us again next time. <laughs>